This is episode 27 of Tegan Goes Vegan. I'm your host, Tegan Karuna. This week, I spoke with Edward Daniels, who is the outgoing chair of the Vegan Society in the UK. He is also the author of a blog called effievegan.com and is in the process of crowdfunding the publication of his first vegan book. So he and I talk about his journey and how becoming vegan was really a part of his spiritual enlightenment and and how spirituality is the major motivator for him in terms of why he is vegan and and what he sees as his vision for the world as becoming more spiritually awoken and therefore more vegan as well. We also talk about our philosophies about activism and how we both like to talk to other people who haven't quite made it to become vegan yet, and and using food and cooking as a really uh, powerful form of advocacy. And because both of us love to cook, we have definitely some things to say about that kind of stuff. He was really great to talk to, like so much energy and enthusiasm, and I can definitely feel, and you'll definitely feel, his passion for veganism and and spreading the vegan word. There are a couple of little Skype hiccups here and there. You know how it goes. Sometimes it sounds a little bit underwater, but I think for the most part, it's a really solid listen. I think you'll really enjoy it. Before we get into that, I just wanted to remind you that we've got, I have the Facebook group now, and that's where you can find other articles, um, that are not specifically related to the podcast, but that are kind of vegan in nature. One of the most recent posts is an article linking to the study that Edward and I talk about in the interview about how there were over half a million vegans in the UK now and how that's such huge news. There's also Twitter and Pinterest, as always. You can always get in touch with me through there or just follow along and see what pops up on the social media feeds. I'd also like to remind you that if you have a second, pop on over to iTunes, give it a little rating, give a review, make sure that as many other people can find the show as possible. So that's the end of my housekeeping. So let's just get right into it. Here he is, Edward Daniels. I became vegan, uh, Tegan, over three years ago. Uh, It was a... For me, it was a, a spiritual awakening. I just woke up one day and thought to myself, can I ingest the corpse of another animal? And for me, that was, that was quite a strange thing because it was suddenly I came to the realisation, actually, uh, instead of looking at, uh, at an animal product as a package, what I, was, what I was actually seeing was actually this was something, uh, a sentient being that had been living once and now wasn't wasn't alive and it was and I'd participated in that um being's death I'd I'd actively chosen to um yeah participate and for me that that was a very strange feeling and then and then and it's been an awakening since then what caused that that initial thought like you were was it kind of a slow process did you feel yourself kind of no, coming no. to realize that that what was it's, going on it was like just one day you were like oh wow this is this is what i'm doing yeah, yeah it, was, it was just so weird because a lot of people it's it's a it's a gradual process but for me it was just 
one day waking up and thinking, this doesn't feel right. And, and what right did I have to take another's life? I got really upset with myself for the conditioning that I'd been under. Um, and it was just, it was just, it was, it was a good, a good position to be in. I mean, I, I went, I went through a lot of soul searching and I actually, I, start, I started reading a lot of books there and trying to understand where was this, where was, where was this thought process coming from? And I realized that actually I was on a spiritual, it was part of my spiritual journey. And for me, veganism is about actually each of us is a spiritual being. Um, we come into uh, our bodies, um, into our heavenly vessels, to have an experience, to learn lessons, to grow, to become the great person that we are meant to be. And for me, it was just, it was just, pure enlightenment and 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 i and, and the last three years um has been this journey where i've realized actually we're all connected we there's a there's a thread that connects us all and it's it's that realization that i've i've come to and in that process i i i've i've, I've sort of realized what things are important to me or what aren't important to me um i, be, I actually began a vegan blog over three years ago um uh, and the reason I started a vegan uh, recipe blog was because I was very confident in my cooking abilities. Oh, my God, I'm humbled because <laughs> I realized how amateurish my abilities are. You know, three years ago, I thought, yeah, you know what, I, I can cook, I can, I can do this. And actually looking back, I, I, I realized actually my skills were just, just, just abysmal compared to now. You know, three years on, I, I, I feel, oh, wow, I'm in a really good space. And yet... I was very naive. And even, even um, I started writing a book series as well three years ago. Um, and the reason I started writing a book series was because I, I, I was confident that I could do that. And, and yet when I started writing, I realized when you put pen to paper, actually it's a very difficult process. And again, how naive I was. And then, and to top it all, recently I started a, a crowdfund campaign. So far, um, I've raised £300. And in going through that process, I realized how much more I still need to do. And even if I don't raise the funds, there's always plans, plan B, which is working on outreach work until I raise the funds. So, so that, that, that's it for me, really. That's a lot, though, in three years to have yeah. started a blog and be writing a book and also doing your own advocacy work. And that's, that's a big, that's a huge change. And on top of that, I am the chair of the Vegan Society. Now, the Vegan Society has about six six thousand members across the globe and we um have a hundred of no one million hits uh, per month on our website and we've just we've just did a a a, um, a, a mori poll which which uh which which shows that actually the number of uh, vegans in the in the united kingdom is over half a million now that's a lot of people that's this be it's a much massive change to what, what it was 10 years ago. So, you know, the vegan side does a lot of great work. And, and, I, and, I, and I became the chair. And it's just like, this is, this is like, you know, three years ago where I wasn't vegan, um, was, you know, didn't, didn't think about animals, didn't think about our connection with, you, with each other, to where I am now. It's just like complete transition, really, for me. So, yeah. And so what happened? Like, how that, that's such... Uh, you you're basically saying that you went from like this not this wasn't even on your radar so now being the chair of the vegan society like how does a person go 
that quickly I, from from I, zero I, to sixty like that. Well, well, for me, I think I th- I think that we we are spiritual beings, and we and for me, I don't I just don't know where this journey is going. I really don't. I mean, for me, I'm just completely humble that you know from from from. Because because my, my background is, I don't know whether you know, my background is I am a practicing solicitor. I've been a solicitor for over 20 years. Um, I've been a partner in two London law firms. I've had my own um, city practice. Um, uh, and um, I've worked for the world's largest insurer, uh, AIG. I've also worked for um, the, the University of Cambridge. I've been with the University of Cambridge for the last 18 months. And now I'm with the London School of Hygiene and Tropical Medicine. So in terms of my career, I've, you know, I've had a really colourful career and a successful career. And, and, you know, my journey has been, uh, big, because my next step was thinking, actually, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go and work for, go back and work for a law firm and I'm going to become a partner again. And, 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 and this, it's just like, actually, this is, this is a completely different um, timeline you know, that's come into, into, into my life. And it's just like, okay, well, you, you, I have a choice. I have a choice. I can either stay with law, and which, which, I, which I am doing because I'm working part-time, but I'm also doing these, all these other things. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. It, it sounds like you're, you are definitely in a transition time in your life. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm actually chair for another week and then I step down. Oh, um, no. <laughs> No, 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 it's it's good. It's good because the last year it's been really funny because as as a trustee, as as a, a, a trustee of a charity, um, reputation is paramount, and it's really important that the work that we do as trustees is it helps um, with the strategy and the organisation of the society. So for me. It's been very much been behind the scenes. So all the all the great works that the vegan society does, you you don't know what we do. So and nobody does, and and it's great because nobody does, and we we just get on with the work. But for me, that 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 in itself has has made me think. Actually, what I want to do now is a change of direction where I want to be actually add more do more outreach work and be on the front lines. And actually, I a couple of weeks on my birthday, I did an event where I was I did some food, um, and I did some re- and I, the good thing was that I did some food from the re- the recipes of, of my blog, and I and, and and it was quite humbling because when I when I when I did that um, event on my birthday on thirtieth of April, I did about ten different products, and actually, the event wasn't very well attended, um, and I I made a loss and. And then I had another event two weeks ago where I, I made, I broke even, but it's all, this is all humbling. This is a growing experience. And for me to, to, to be able to, to do that, and I've got a, about six other events coming up in the next few months where I'm actually going out there and actually doing, um, selling, my, selling my food, but also I'm doing workshops, workshops, which, which, which is outreach work for me. And, and I think that's great. What kind of workshops do you do? Well, the workshop I'm actually doing is letting go, raise your vibration through plant-based nutrition. Um, that that that's a that's a that's a workshop that I'm, I I thought would be really helpful because 75 years ago, Donald Watson, who's the founder of the Vegan Society, was talking in the very very first is- issue of um, 
uh, vegan news about um, vibration, how animals have a different vibration to plant-based nutrition. So, for example, uh, developing, on that, developing from that, um, animals have a very dense energy and plant, plant-based nut- uh, products tend to have a light energy. The, the, uh, animals are much more harder to digest than, than plant-based. So by having plant-based nutrition and we, we, we can raise our vibration. We, we don't have to be dense. We don't need to be put down by things. We, we can do things. We can be fearless. We can do things. We can, we can achieve much more by not having that because plant-based nutrition, you can, you, through, through, through ingesting plants, um, that's much, that's much easier on the digestion system. It goes through our body much more rapidly than, than if we ingested animals. And also with, with animal-based products, the thing with that is that if we're, we're, when we're eating an animal, we are ingesting that pain, that suffering, that harm that animal has been under. So it feels tainted. I think for me, that, that's what it felt, felt like when I had my spiritual awakening three years ago. Actually, having this, this, this corpse of a dead animal feels, doesn't feel right. It feels, feels, feels wrong for me. Um, and now, you know, for me, actually, having uh, uh, plant-based products means that I don't, I don't feel that guilt. I don't feel that, you know, I, I, haven't, I haven't done any harm. Does that, does that make sense? It absolutely does. Um, I, I think that a lot of times we talk about how do you feel different physically when you stop eating animal products and you start only eating plant-based foods. And, and sometimes part of how you feel physically is really how you feel emotionally or spiritually when you realize like, oh, I'm no longer contributing to other beings suffering. Quite. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, we, we, we are all connected and coming to that realization is, is humbling, you know, because what I, what I do has an impact on other people, but also on, on animals too. So I, I want to do my best to ensure that no, under my watch, no harm comes to, comes to others really. So that's it for me really. I mean, and that's, that's the best that we can do as individuals is, do our very best to make sure that we're not causing more suffering than than mm. than needs to be there because for our for our lives you know we don't need to consume animal products in order to live and so why would we yeah i'd be really interested actually tegan in about hearing about your journey your how, how did you come to 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 this realization what was what was the impetus for you was it a slow burn or was it something fast it so it was kind of both in some ways um i was vegetarian for a little while right after i graduated college and then went back to eating animal products um and then slowly over those the years when i had gone back i I was starting to feel a little bit uneasy about what I was consuming. And and I think I always knew that it wasn't right for me, but I wasn't capable yet of, of making that change. I had a lot of other stuff going on in my life and I was not, you know, I I couldn't focus on, I was just trying to get myself in order first before I could start thinking about, you know, how my actions were impacting others. So there, there was all of that kind of backstory. And then, um, I adopted a cat 
and this it was she was the first animal that I had spent any good amount of time with and I didn't realize like what I just didn't know anything about animals. And I, and I realized so quickly, I was like, wow, she's great. She's so affectionate and somewhat intelligent. I'm not going to, I'm not going to play. Like she's probably not that smart. She's, you know, of average intelligence, but you know, and I just love for, for yeah, you know, for, for a cat. cat. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, and I just, I love her so much. And I, one day was just like, if somebody told me that I had to kill her and eat her, I couldn't do it. And so why do I allow myself to consume other animals that are, you know, just as worthy of living their lives and living their lives not in pain and fear when I, when I have this little animal that I love so much that I take care of as if she were my child but it, yeah. but other animals are different that and that didn't make sense to me and that was kind of the that was the tipping point and then i yeah. i did a 30 day challenge um i didn't realize that that was like a thing in the vegan community to do a yeah. 30 day challenge i just like 30 day challenges once once you've done it you're hooked yeah you're hooked. yeah and f- i just did it like i did it um may of 2014 so um i'm like right at my 2 years now and and it was just, it was so clear to me. I was reading a lot. I, I said, okay, I'm doing this challenge. I'm really going to educate myself during this time period. And then if I decide to go back to eating animal products at the end of May, then at least I, at least I thought it through and I gave it a shot. And then like, I think a weekend I knew that I was not going back. Yeah. I think, I think you've touched on some really interesting points there, actually, Tegan. Um, and, and one of the things that you touched upon was the issue about worthy um, I think that's really, really important to, uh, you know, in, in terms of the way that we, we perceive ourselves and the way that we perceive animals. I mean, all animals that are sentient beings are worthy. Uh, and, and when we come to that realisation, we, we, it becomes very humbling. And also the other point that I wanted to, to pick up on was the issue about the journey. Yes, I think each of us, uh, is on a journey, and sometimes we're sometimes some of us are just not ready for to to take that that leap of faith, that 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 ability. But but you know what? It, it it's fine because each of us will come to our own realization. And 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 I hope that in in spreading the message that people will come come to that realization sooner rather than later. But but that that for me is it was very touching. Thank you. Yeah, I think that there there are always just so many factors in any one individual person's life that can make it easier or more difficult to make what is really a huge change. You are going against the mainstream culture. And well, and that takes a lot of work and it's not easy for everybody to do that. Some people I think that comes more naturally to than others and so most of us have to kind of wrestle with it at least a little bit before yeah. we can really say like, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is what's right for me. Yeah. I, it's, it's really funny because I, I came out um, as gay when I was 20, I think it was. And actually that, that for me was actually quite, quite uh, d- difficult. It was quite, I had to do a lot of soul searching um, at that stage. Um, 
but that 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 I think that that actually helped in the process because having come to a stage with back in the eighties when 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 being gay in the UK were wasn't was was much it was just it was much more sleazy underground it wasn't as accepted as it is now i mean you know it, it, the transition between the 1980s to now in terms of um uh gay and lesbian rights has been phenomenal i think what's going on is is is, is trans transgender rights are coming in now which are, which are becoming much more prevalent and paramount we know, you know those are issues that are being discussed now but in a way you know when i became vegan for me it was also it was already actually i'm all i'm already gay there you know i've already been through that process of actually realizing that i can be different and i and being different doesn't mean you know it is it, there is a wrong connected to it it's just being different for the sake of actually this is my conscious and this is what i what i need to do for myself that's a really interesting insight that that you already had gone through the process of saying like okay this is what i was told life is supposed to be like and and i re i know in my heart that that's not what's right for me and that you had to go through that when you were 20 to come out like that's it really set you up for later in life being able to look more critically at the things you'd been told and yeah. and and make decisions for yourself based on what was true to you yeah, I think I think we, we we you know we are. I really believe that each of us are conditioned. Conditioning is a really, it's really easy to do. It's 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 getting the masses to believe in one type of philosophy or main type of philosophy. But each of us can make a decision. Each of us has the ability to make a choice and and to rationalise and think about things and and process that choice. So so for me that 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 is paramount. And and in coming to the realization that actually uh, uh, this feels wrong. This, for me, it feels wrong eating the corpse of a dead animal. Actually, that that in itself is quite liberating because actually it's allowed me that freedom to actually go and search and actually do something new. Do, do, do you know what I mean? It's just like wow, there's there's all these things and it's all 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 amazing. You know, writing recipes or writing a book or do a crowdfund campaign. All these things are just just, you know, phenomenal for me, really. Yeah. It, it makes total sense, though. I, I think that one of the things that vegans in general have in common, and, and there's not a lot that we all have in common, I would say, but one of the things is the desire to look at what we've been told and think about it for ourselves. And and for some people, that becomes a career situation, you know, that, that, that informs their career, where, like, you think you know, you grow up thinking like, okay, I'm going to be a doctor or a lawyer or, you know, work in business or what, you know, and you, and you kind of have this idea of like, this is what people do in their lives. And when you start thinking more critically about what it is that you really want as, as the person who you actually are, not just what you're being told, sometimes that really brings you into a whole new world of, of career and then from career, you know, like the rest of your life as well. Yeah, I, it is. I mean, the, the other thing is, you know, in, in terms of dreams, dreams, aspirations, I think those are, each of us has dreams and aspirations. And I think the important thing is to 
aim for that dream, that aspiration, and 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 not give give up or not give up hope on on that. And the same with 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 veganism. That you know, we, we even though the the Mori poll recently showed an increase in the number of vegans in the United Kingdom, I think the the, the thing to take about it is actually there's so much more work to be done. There's a lot more advocacy work to be done, outreach work, um, um, teaching, education. Uh, and I, th- I think, you know, for, 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 for those vegans who are out there who, who, who want to do this, th- there is a lot of work to be done. And, and, and uh, that, that's it. From so what is, um, in the U.S. at least, being vegan is becoming a lot more acceptable um, I, I don't know that we have the same hard numbers. I know this is like a brand new report for the UK with that over half a million people are vegan. Um, but like, what's the, like the culture like, is it moving more toward accepting vegans as just like n- not totally, um, wacko people? I think, I think that, you know, I think it, it, it's, it's, Different people have different ideas. Different people have different perceptions of what effect um, the what effect veganism has, and I, I'm, I'm a bit reticent about sort of expressing my view on that because my view might not be the the same view as somebody else or perception of somebody else. So I, I don't know. I mean, there are there are various strands here. You know, for example, it. it, it some people believe that um, veganism is becoming much more mainstream. Other people believe that we've got a lot still to do. Um, you know, what I do, what I do feel is that um, you know, the animal rights, those those people who came from veganism from the animal rights, that is uh, uh, an important way to come. But but what I'm also seeing is those people who are view veganism through spirituality so that that's what i mean that that's that's where i'm coming from i'm coming from the spiritual dimension rather than the animal rights so that that for me because because i because i'm involved in that world that's where my perception is really so so does that make sense yeah absolutely and i think that's i often hear about the dichotomy being animal rights and health that that people come to veganism through one of those two channels. But you're right that spirituality is also a huge motivator. And actually, with a number of people I've talked to for this podcast, um, spirituality is one of the key reasons why they have followed a vegan lifestyle. Yeah. I mean, the the, the thing about the vegan, I mean, you, you can come to veganism through various avenues, not only through um, animal rights or or spirituality, but also health and environment. Health and environment are are, 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 are are big issues. For example, you know, for me, that's the, uh, another reason. When 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 I was assessing it, I was thinking, actually, environmentally, you know, c- can we sustain this with, with the increasing population globally that we have? Can we really really sustain uh, 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 a system that's based on animal produce? You know, to feed, to be able to feed the whole population, can we do that? And I'm not sure that we can. So there, there needs to be a better way. There needs to be an alternative way for that. And in terms of health, um, there are various issues, various diseases that um, people are much more prone to uh, because they they are having 
animals and animals that they're actually um, force fed with um, antibiotics. Uh, oh, now you've and- gotten into one of my like that is something. So I. Um- Sorry, go on, go oh, on. <laughs> I um I have my master of public health and actually I figured that we would probably have something in common because you now work at the um what's uh tropical what is it called? London School, yeah, the London School of Hygiene Tropical Medicine, yes. which is a leading yeah. um university um that deals with um uh, disease in developing countries mm-hmm. and with health. So yeah, yeah so I figured we would yeah. probably get to antibiotics at some point because as somebody who works in public health, the antibiotic resistance, um, the the role of animal agriculture in antibiotic resistance is one of the, aside from like the whole cat story or whatever, which is like a nice sweet story, but the antibiotic resistance is like the the more intellectual side of me that's like, we are all putting ourselves in huge amounts of danger because of the way that we abuse antibiotics in animal agriculture. Well, you know, 80% of antibiotics in the United Kingdom go towards animals. So when, when, you, when you think of that, 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 that means only 20% goes to, go, go to humans. So a so considerable amount of antibiotics. And, and, and really, you know, those, when, you're, when you're taking in that the corpse of a, another, another being, you're you're taking those antibiotics, those those hormones into your body. Um, well, one thing that that really concerns me is is, for example, the obesity. You know, if if animals are being fattened uh, for their produce, for for their weight, um, what's happening to, to 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 those hormones and antibiotics when we eat, when we eat them? You know, that's that's going to have an effect on on our on our cells, on on our on our ability. To digest that food and, and, and even put on weight. Yeah, I mean, there are so many health implications, not only from just the consumption of animals, say that they, if they weren't raised in these kinds of conditions, but then the, the outstanding questions, like we just don't know how all of this stuff is going to impact us because we've only been raising animals like this for a few decades. And so we're starting to see what we think are the the effects of animal, yeah. ag- like that kind of like mass animal agriculture. And that, it is that, really scary. Yeah, that factory farming. I mean, I, 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 I you know, I, I don't, I don't know where it's, where it's going. I just don't know. But for me, that, that for me is, 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 is unsettling. unsettling. It's unsettling for me, really. That, 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 that's how I feel. Yeah. It, and turning animals into commodities and, and into products and, as a result of that, what impact does that have on us as human animals? And then what impact does that have on the environment? And then even further, like on the more spiritual side of things, like what does that really mean for us? I think these are all questions that a lot of us are grappling with. Yeah. And searching, searching. And, 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 and I think that that in itself is, is, is fantastic, you know, in terms of that searching what we're, what, what we're all doing, because, you know, looking back in it, what what's happening now is actually what what I see is happening now is veganism is a new technology. It's a technology that that actually is will be able to help feed the world's population by adopting a vegan diet. We are causing less harm to the environment. We're causing less harm to uh, other animals, um, 
and 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 spiritually, you know, we're we're treating each other in a way that we would want to be treated. You know, I'm sure that if I was an animal, I wouldn't want want another animal to 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 kill me off. You know, so <laughs> you know, treat others as you want to be treated by them. Do you know what I mean? So, so that that that's it for me, really. And I think that that at least in the in the U.S., we can the growing consensus is that veganism is becoming more acceptable to lots of different people. Even like I've often talked about how the people that I spend a lot of my time with, you know, all of my friends and my, you know, the people I've known for years and years, none of them are really vegan. I have a couple friends who have become vegan since I've also become vegan. And that's been really nice. Um, But most people are incredibly open to eating vegan food and and under, starting to think about these issues more gradually. And I feel like that's, mm. that is, for me, one of the things that I've been able to introduce to a yeah. lot of people. I, I recently competed in a vegan macaroni and cheese competition. And oh, wow. So, <laughs> yeah, it was really fun. And so for my birthday, uh, my birthday was a couple weeks before the competition, I had all my friends over for... Um, Basically, I made four different recipes, and I made them all taste tested and vote on their favorites, so I can know which one to, um, which one to enter in the in the competition. And out of I think like twenty people who were there, there were only three other vegans there, and they ate everything. All of the mac and cheese was gone, and I was like, "This is great!" Oh, like wow. everybody wow. had a great meal. They had a lot of fun, and no one was hurt for this meal. And that was that was like the best birthday gift that I could that I could think of for myself. Good. Now you touched on a very interesting point, Tegan, which is about um, you can't force um, other people to to change, but you can you can you can um, help them um, in in thinking about things another way. I mean, for for me, it's been really stressed. I amongst my group of friends. I am the only vegan, and um, it, it, it's 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 quite it's quite funny because whenever I go to their place now, for, for when I go to my friend's place for meals, they'll cook something special for me. Or whenever they come to my place, it's all or it's all vegan. But mm-hmm. but they're make, all making efforts, but they don't understand. They don't really understand why I'm vegan. But but I'm hoping that by me cooking vegan food, that that I'm showing a, there, there is a different way. Of of living, uh, and and that, that that for me is very very important. But by sharing it, rather than forcing forcing my beliefs or ideology ideologies on other people, people need to come to their own reasons, their own rational way of thinking. Really, I I am totally with you. I one of the things that I love the most uh, before I got into my my current job in health policy. I um I worked as a professional cook before I was vegan. So one of the things that I love the most is entertaining and cooking for people. So I love having people over to my house and making them a meal and not making not mentioning at all that it's vegan and and just seeing how much everybody enjoys the food. It it, it really that gives me a lot of hope that like even though people might be coming around to the ideas more slowly than I did there's still some kind of chance that maybe like if they have enough good vegan meals and we have enough 
casual conversations that maybe that will help them kind of come to the same exactly. realization that I have. Exactly, exactly. And, and, and you, know, you, you know, the other thing that I've learned is, you know, you can't tell people, you, can't, you just can't tell people how to change or, 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 or actually preach to them or tell them this is wrong. No, you, you, just, you just can't because people, people need to come to their own realization uh, without being forced. They, 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 yeah, they can't be led on, on that issue. No, and I think um, about I think about what it was like for me before I became vegan. Like, I wasn't ready to hear it. And so nothing anybody said to me was going to work. I had to have the experiences that I had in order to get to where I was. And so, you know, if somebody was trying to shame me, that wasn't going to work. But it was slowly realizing all of these little pieces that came together for me. And, and that's that's how I generally like to talk to other people is just with that in mind. Like if anybody ever yelled at me about the food I was eating, it would not have worked. <laughs> no, exactly. It's really funny because my um my my T V producer um um has been has, has has recently become vegan. And he's 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 um that's Ian, Ian Clark. Uh, and he's he's helping me. Um, my my end goal is actually to have my own TV show on mainstream television. Mm. So that's where I'm heading, uh, and that's where I'm going. And that's where I'm going. And he's been helping me build my brand and actually helping me with with doing my videos. And him and and my my designer Michelle French. Uh, Michelle French is uh, my American designer who's over on the other side of the pond. Um, and 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 for, and he's just re- he's recently he's become bigger because he's realised actually the impact that um, it has on the environment on his health um, uh, spiritually uh, and and he's and he's just he's just he's just said right one day just you know a couple of weeks ago he said right I'm I'm not I can't eat I can't do this I can't do this I can't eat meat anymore it just doesn't doesn't feel right no 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 it's really it was really quite funny it was just like wow okay. Yeah, well, I, I didn't. I, 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 I just gently coaxed you. I didn't tell you, didn't tell you anything, but you've changed. So it's been really, really good because we've had the um, um, uh, some of the trustees from the Vegan Society who were over for 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 dinner at my home, and Ian was 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 there for my. It was my birthday, and uh, he just said, "Yeah, I just I've, I've been vegan for for a week now," and. And, and it's just great. It was fantastic, really. Just that subtle advocacy on your part of just being vegan around him. Yeah. Well, uh, well, I'm hoping. I'm hoping actually with the with the outreach work I do, and 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 once I step down from um, being chair of the Vegan Society, I'm hoping that well, I, I, I intend to um, do much more outreach work, and and that, that's why I'm doing my crowdfund. My crowdfund is actually. To raise twenty-two thousand pounds, so that I could do, so I can um, publish, self-publish my first book, um, "The Circle of Food uh, Essence," uh, which is a book on veganism, spirituality, and uh, complementary medicine. Um, but 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 I but I need I realize I need help with that process, and and that's what I'm doing at the moment. Yeah. yeah so tell me a little bit about the book. Like, where did the idea come from? What what's the like motivation for you behind a book versus the blog that you've had for a few years now? Like, give me give me a little bit of background on that. Well, 
it's really funny because three years ago I went to I had my own law firm in the city, and it was successful for a period of time. And uh, it, it, I, I remember at the time I was thinking, oh, "There's a change. I feel. I just feel there's a change in the air. Something, something doesn't feel quite right, and and I, and I need some guidance." So I actually went to see uh, a um, what do you, what do you call it? Clairvoyant. I'm going to see a clairvoyant. Mm, yeah. Um, and first clairvoyant I went to see, who was actually a friend of mine, she said to me, she said, you need to close your law firm down. And it was just like, okay. So <laughs> I just thought, well, you're a friend of mine, you're telling me that. So then I thought, right, I'm going I'm to search amongst my group of friends. And so I found another clairvoyant. So this, 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 this other clairvoyant who knows, knows absolutely nothing about me, she said to me, she said, you have to turn, you, you, uh, what, whatever you're doing in your work needs to change. You need to, clo- you need to close it. You need to do something new. So for, listening to what was in already in my heart that I felt that I needed to close my law firm, it was just, it was just, it wasn't, it was already what I thought about. But, but she gave me the idea. She said, oh, yes, you're, you're going to be writing three book series. And you're, you're this, after the first book, you're doing da, da, da. And it was like, okay, well, I've, one, I've never thought about writing a book series. And that's the furthest thing of my, uh, out, of my, my, out of my mind. And, and lo and behold, I just thought, you know, after, after I thought, sort of started thinking about it, I think, yeah, you know what, I can, I can, I can write a book. It must be easy. Um, <laughs> and then it's really difficult. And, and, then, and then sort of, you know, through the process, you know, last year I, be- I became trustee and then I became chair of the League Insight. It's, it's like, it's just like, it's very surreal. It's just really, really surreal. Everything is sort of fitting into place and it's like, okay, well, if, if, I, can, if I can do this, then I can, I, can, I can have my own TV show in, in the future. And my TV show, what I want, is to have a TV show that's about alternative lifestyles. It's about veganism. It's about celebrating veganism. It's about celebrating spirituality. And it's about celebrating alternative lifestyles. That sounds really like if let's say we could maybe go a little metaphorical and say that the TV show is part of that book series. You know, that like it doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, three written and bound books, but it seems like you're kind of on this this trajectory where you're going to be creating a lot more media. And maybe that yeah. includes this TV show. Well, I've, it's really funny because the three books, I've actually written the three books. Oh, so okay. The, <laughs> yeah, so the, 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 the books are all written. So, so what I need is, is because, because I mean, the, the, the irony is that me being a, be my, my, my practice as a, as a solicitor has, has given, gives me the ability to write things uh, succinctly and be very organized and and have structure in my life. So so for example, you know, once I started writing the book, it's like yes, I've got to do this, and it's like all planning and, and doing it. And so it's, it's all written. It's all written. It just needs to. It just needs now needs to be published. So that's you're yeah. raising money for publishing the books. Yeah. Well, the, I'm raising money for the first book. Um, and the first after the first book, I want to see how uh, what feedback from the first book. So that will help me in editing the second book and the third book. Um, so all the second and third books are written. Um, the, the first book needs to go up there, uh, and that's why I'm raising the funds. Because I, have, you know, twenty-two thousand pounds. I, I don't have, you know, working part time for the for uh, as a temp for the for the various universities. Even though I'm practicing law, I'm not earning as much as 
as I would do otherwise. And now also on top of that, the money that I'm earning is actually raising funds to is raising money to pay, for example, my desi- designer and my um, uh, TV producer and my PR agent. So it's paying. So it's, it's, a, it's a very spiritual act. The money that I'm earning actually goes straight out. So this this is I'm asking, what I'm doing at the moment is asking for the university for sorry asking the universe for help with. Uh, raising funds for for my for my first book. So there's a message I would share. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I I was just going to say this seems like the most. Uh, this is like the perfect lead into like where can people find out about the fundraising and where can they find out more about the book if they want to throw a couple bucks your way, a couple pounds your way, various other uh, currencies to your project. <laughs> where can they? <laughs> where could they find it? We only, we only accept great British pounds, I'm afraid. Oh, okay. Well, sorry, Americans and New Zealanders <laughs> and everybody else. This is a UK-only situation. Um, so no, where, no, can, no. where can they find it? Where can they learn more about you? Um, well, the, 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 it's an Indiegogo campaign. Uh, what, I'm, what, I'm, what I meant by the great British pound was, in fact, the currency you can only uh, pay in. Well, well give donations in, is in, will be in the great British pounds. That's what I meant, rather than saying we don't, we don't accept any other currency. Uh, except that, but that that that's what it is. So you'll take our so, American dollars. We just want them in pounds. I see. I see. <laughs> if, if you want to make an impact you, and invest in me, then please do so. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm not fussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it, that means for me the main thing is you know is to spread the message about veganism and. Uh, not only uh, in terms of uh, animal well-being and animal rights, but also health, environment, and spirituality. So those are all interconnected and interrelated. So, so the, the book the, at the moment, the Indiegogo campaign is. I'll, I'll send you the send you the details, but it's on Indiegogo, um, and and if you can contribute, that'd be great. The campaign ends on the 29th of June, so it's another five weeks. Yeah. So we've got some time. And, yeah. and I'll definitely link to it in the various places where I can link to things for the episode, too. So hopefully everyone will be able to find it. Um, where can people find your blog? My blog is www.fevegan.com. So it's, it's, a, it's, it's, on the, it's on the web. And that's E-T-H-I-V-E-A-G-N? Exactly. V-E-G-A-N. There we go. Exactly. That's how you spell vegan. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's, it's about ethical veganism. And that's where it is. What price the planet? That's my that's my soundbite. That's perfect. That's what great. Well, I really appreciate you talking with me. I actually have to go. I have to run because I have to go make some vegan desserts to bring to my friend's house tonight for dinner. Um, you're cutting it short. Pardon. I said, you're cutting it short. You're cutting it fine. No, I'm not. No, 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 no. This has been really great. I just have to go bake some cookies now. (laughs) Oh, wow. What sort of cookies are they? Uh, Chocolate, chocolate chip. I use... Do they they travel across the sea? You know, they can. I have been known to ship cookies internationally when I've had friends abroad. So, I don't know. Maybe I can... yeah. Are cookies one of your favorite things to make or is that, is, is that one of your um, signature dishes? Cookies are my favorite dessert to eat. And so they are my favorite dessert to make because then I can eat as many of them as I want to. 
you know that's the other thing about the you know being being a being a chef um i i find that when when i when i cook stuff uh, and especially if it's really tasty i made some basin lettuce yesterday uh the, sorry day before for an event uh, and this was like this was like one of my friends um tasted my basin lettuce which is an indian dessert and her, i guess i sent to her with some desserts for her mother and then, 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 then she, she rang me up last week saying, can you produce these basin lettuce for a wedding? I was like, my goodness, this is my first order. My first commercial <laughs> order. It's like, wow. And it's just like, wow, it's brilliant. So, yeah, so I, I completely understand. Yeah, it's, it's one of the downsides of being a, being a proficient cook is that you can then make whatever you want for yourself. And sometimes that's more dangerous than it is good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's been my downside with the cookies in particular. So, so again, thank you so much for talking well, to me. Con- congratulations. You congratulations on the end of your tenure as the chair of the Vegan Society. I know you're going to, you've got big plans and we'll be definitely hearing from you in the future, I'm sure. Definitely, definitely. Brilliant. Thank you so much for inviting me. That's so kind of you. Yes, of course. I'm, I am thrilled to have been able to chat with you. Tegan Goes Vegan is found at TeganGoesVegan.com, on Twitter at TeganGoesVegan, on Pinterest at TeganGoesVegan. The show is produced by Tegan and Nathan Karuna, with music by Amanda D'Amato. If you enjoyed the show, please consider giving it a rating or a review on iTunes. It helps other people find the show more easily. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll be back soon with more great vegan conversations.